Hello, everybody, and welcome to Anime Double Play. I'm Mary, Thomas is here too, and we are in for a really exciting week. Hey, everyone. Today is Wednesday, May 3rd, episode number 6. Woo -woo. I guess we're the fifth week into the spring season of anime, which is very exciting. So, uh, we got a lot of good stuff coming for you this week. We got a little themed weekday podcast going on but uh we're gonna talk about our usual stuff before we really get into it of course we're gonna talk about the weekly anime but after that we kind of got it all themed one certain route which last week was kind of two with the fan service discussion but i think this is gonna be a little bit more focused Right, right. And just as a reminder to everyone, we do have a Twitter. It is at Anime Double Play, and we retweet a lot of anime stuff. I kind of talk about the anime I'm watching that week as I'm watching them. I'm trying to get Thomas to tweet a little more, too, so definitely follow us there. You guys can tweet at us, interact with us. We're really looking forward to hearing you guys from there. And, of course, we update every time an episode comes out. So if you want a little extra dose of the Twinzos... Follow us on Twitter. It'll be fun. I keep it light. I keep it fun. I'm not too active on social media on my own personal account, so it's just how I am. Uh, I will try to tweet more, but <clears throat> I just don't. It's just kind of how I am. That's okay. Keep, yeah, I, I like everything has to be on social media nowadays. It nah, screw that. I don't post everything. But now I you're post an my internet personality. Right. Oh, I forgot. I'm sick of being a personality. I had to do that for my last job, and I hated tweeting for my last job, so. Right, right. But you do anything fun and exciting and interesting, Mary, this week? I did this week, and it's also sort of anime-y. Um, me and Sarah, our older sister, um, and her roommate, we went to Sakura Matsuri, which is a cherry blossom festival at the Brooklyn Botanical Gardens. So they had, I mean, under, we walked under the cherry blossoms and it was beautiful and I was living the kawaii dream. But then they also had um, Jap traditional Japanese sweets. They had um, kabuki dances. They had taiko drumming. So it was kind of like a festival of Japanese culture and that was super cool. And um, there were a lot of cosplayers there. I saw a lot of kimonos and yukatas and a lot of Sailor Moon. I saw Kirito and Ichigo. Um, I saw this one guy who I swore I knew who he was but couldn't really place him. But yeah, the cosplay was good and the people were really nice and I got to stick my head in a sushi and I looked like a sushi and I have a really cool picture of myself. So that was good. Yeah, that was kind of like the main thing I did this week, and it was a lot of fun. Nice. Did you yeah. watch anything new or? Nothing anything? new, just watching the usual. Um, I want to watch, what is it called? Kado, The Right Answer. Um, Mo recommended it, and he said it's really good, and it's on the queue, but I haven't watched the first episode yet. Is that the one about the guy who writes the dictionary? Oh, I have no idea what it's about. Okay. I just There's do one what I'm anime told. that's about a guy who writes a dictionary or is trying to write a dictionary. Apparently, it's supposed to be really good, but I don't know what it's called. 
Huh. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I thought maybe it was that. I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, I didn't really do much this week. Played a lot of video games. Uh, I have been watching a lot of stuff, though. Oh, really? I watched, I've been watching... Oh, I caught up in Ski Gakurei, so we can talk about that. Oh, yeah. Later. Cool. So I watched all of that. I've been watching Mirai Niki, Future Diary. Right, right, you said. So I read it about, I don't know, my freshman year of college, so five years ago. And mm -hmm. it was really good. So I read it before the anime came out. I, like, bombed this exam, and I was really pissed. So instead of, like, buckling down and doing more schoolwork, I just did nothing for three days and read all of Mirai Niki. And I was like, wow, this was, like, really good besides that ending that didn't make any sense. I should, that was really cool. And I was like, oh, but no one even knows about it. I was like, what? That's so weird. I don't even know how I found it. I just found it and picked it up. Then, like, six months later, it got, the anime got aired and everyone was like, oh, my God, Future Diary is so cool. And I was like, what the hell is Future Diary? And I looked at it. I was like, oh, man, that's that manga I read six months ago. That was, like, complete fire until the last, like, <laughs> ten chapters or so. So, uh, I'm going back and watching it because the openings are really good. And I just want to, like, go back through it and remember how good it was up until the end. So, if you haven't watched or read Mariah Niki, Future Diary, you totally should. Do you recommend the anime over the manga or which one do you prefer? Like, I think I'm kind of biased towards the manga because I read it first. But the right. anime is good. I mean, I think it's the pacing's really fast. Because it's only 28 episodes, but I think they could have really extended it and, like, I don't know, drew it out a little more and developed mm -hmm. it, the characters a bit more. But I think the anime does a good job. I think if you watch it first, you're going to be a little and go back and read it. You're going to like the anime better. And if you read it before the anime, you're going to like the right. manga better. Okay. I think it's one of those things. But I don't think... Oh, and I read that one-shot story you gave me. <gasps> Did you like manga. it? Yeah, so I read The God's Lie. God's not with the apostrophe, like plural gods. And they're lowercase, yeah. which is kind of interesting. But um, it was good. I enjoyed it. it I love cool. that story. I love that. It was that. one of I... those this-escalated-rather-quickly kind of things. Oh, Yeah. It's so good. Everyone, please go read that. It's one volume. I was um, on the internet one day, I think it was like a year ago, and um, Anime News Network did a review of volume one, and it just said, I don't read the reviews, I just scroll down and read the letters, like the letter rating, because spoilers, and it gave it all A's, and I was like, oh, this sounds cool, it's only one volume, so I went and read it online, and I loved it so much, I went and bought it when it was translated in English. Like, it's just a, it's a short story. Uh, it's a coming of age story about these two kids. There's like no fantasy. It's in a realistic world, but it's just like really powerful and it gets you. And the whole, ah, oh. so I'm so glad I left it on my, I was home this weekend and I left it on Thomas's bed before I left. And I was like, you should read this. And I'm so happy you actually read it, man. That's cool. Yeah. I would just read it when I was in queue for League of Legends and I got Whoa. through it really fast. It was good. Uh, the story is by Kaori Ozaki, so if uh, if you haven't read that, you should totally check it out. It has our recommendations. It's very well done. It's a super quick read. Probably took me like 45 minutes to read it all, maybe an hour. 
So definitely check that book out. Yeah. Quick read, but it'll stay with you for a while. Like, I don't know, at least for me, I was like, when I read that, I had to like take a sec. I was like, whoa, it's pretty good. Yeah, drawings are really good, good too. I, yeah. I liked everything about it. I actually have to add it to my anime list, which the the manga section of my anime list is not very good because no one really reads that many manga anymore. But uh, yeah, I do, but I haven't updated that section in forever. Yeah, I mean, no so. one looks at your manga section, but I'm actually going to throw it on now while we're, we're talking about this because I need to pull up my anime list anyway. Ah, uh, me too. I can't... Uh, <laughs> the first thing on my list is uh, Assassination Classroom. I forgot I read like 130 chapters. Oh, no, I caught up in it, I thought. Really? I re yeah. Uh, like wow. four year three years ago, I caught up in Assassination Classroom. Pretty good. It was actually pretty good. I watched the first episode, and I was like, boring, and I never went back. Uh, It's like a comedy, but it develops pretty well. It was good. I should have hmm. kept with it. Uh, I need... I need to get the Japanese name, the English name didn't pop up. Oh, no, it did. Sweet. Cool, cool. Well, okay. while you do that, let's talk about our weekly episode. So we had a little bit of a treat this week. I came home for the weekend, so we got to watch Attack on Titan and Boku no Hero Academia together, which was fun because they were both kind of suspenseful ep episodes in a way, so we were both kind of screaming a lot in our living room. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I liked Boku no Hero a lot. I think it's uh, I think it's really good, Boku no Hero. I think they're doing a great job with it. It's so much better than I really thought it was gonna be. Same. Um, so I wanna let's talk about that first because okay, I really liked it. Obviously, oh wait, where did this episode start? We already saw the cavalry battle, so we knew he was. Did we know he was working with Tomoyoki at the start yeah, of this yeah, episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we did, and I mean. The action was great. I mean, Bakchan, the explosive hand dude, he was Pot really... Pachan. Pachan, whatever. Explosive hand I'm dude. Like, still wrong, was... but okay. I thought it was Bakchan. Ka, with a K. Because his Pot name's Kotsky. Yeah. Pachan, whatever. You know who I'm talking <laughs> about. Yeah. He was, he was really funny in the episode. It's cool to see him get through and kind of show how strong he is. That was a really cool part where he beat the guy who can steal the quirk power, which is a really strong quirk, actually. That thing yeah. is really strong. Um, and, I mean, just, like, the whole ending was, like, the last ten minutes was, like, so intense with mm -hmm. Tod Todoroki stealing the headband off thanks to Ida's massive Damn it, speed. Ida. Yeah, Ida. thought you were on him. our team, you Feels traitor. Bad. Feels bad. He steals it. But I called. I was with Mary, and I said... Todoyoki or whatever the hell bird dark bird guy definitely stole some headbands and Mary was like no they lost and then he did steal it back and I was like yes so they finished in third yeah and Tetsuin that one dude who I think he can control people he got through but we don't uh, know his power me. yet he's a blue I don't know guy. anyone's name so Tetsu Tetsu Tetsuin. I think his name's Tetsuin. It's amazing oh, okay. that I know his name, not anyone else's name. So his team gets through a four. But, so in the first round, during the race, they kind of showed him, like, people carrying him, and people's eyes, like, all, like, swirly. So I think he can kind of control people, but don't quote me on that. We're gonna find out. 
But back to this very episode. Very Code Geass. Yeah, very Code Geass. But what did you, th- like, obviously we both liked the episode because, like, we were really into it. And I was, like, freaking out, stretching along to the opening as per usual. But He actually did, though, guys. Like, he stood up and he was like, time for the opening. And he start- He was, like, copying all the stretches. And I was sitting there like, oh, my you God. You gotta get engaged with the anime that you're watching. You have to immerse yourself in the animu. Yeah. Yeah, but I really liked the episode. I was into it the whole time. I was yelling. Um, right at the end, when everyone was, like, charging towards each other, I was like, time's going to run out. Time's going to run out. And you were like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And then time ran out, and I was like, aha. Um, she did do that. I love she it. it. I love it when Izuku cries. <laughs> it's really funny all the time it's just so funny and like it was it, you could view it as sort of a cop-out that all the main characters got through if you like actually sit down and think about that but you don't feel it because they all worked their asses off to get there i it wasn't like no one just got through just because you know we have our main players our whole cast got through and I'm not like, oh, well, they had to get through because they're the main characters. I was, like, freaking out the whole time. I mean, you kind of know Izuku's going to get through. But it was fun. I liked that really smug guy with Kachan, exploding hand guy, the guy he was fighting. I was so happy he didn't make it. I wanted to punch him in the face the whole damn time. So I was <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. That show just makes you feel good. And at the end of it... Because Thomas always makes fun of me for saying, after I watch an episode, I want to watch the next one. The episode ended and Thomas went, I want to watch another. I was like, ha, there you go, man. Join <laughs> no, the I'm not saying you don't have that feeling. I'm just saying you bring up that feeling after every single episode or every single Very podcast. True. One <laughs> uh, thing to talk about in that episode, uh, Ice Guy, Todoroki, whatever his name is. Zuko. Uh, Zuko. Yeah, Ice Zuko. It's his new name. Ice Zuko <laughs> wants to have a conversation with um, right. Deku. Which, I don't really get. Like, what's he going to say? Like, you made me use fire. I hate you. Or, what's your quirk? How did you do that? I, I don't know. I don't really get where that's going to go. But I hope it's not something like, my dad's watching. I need to do well. I will not lose to you. And then Deku, like, kind of lets him do well. That would no, I no. I would have pissed me off so much. They better not go that route. But I'm, I don't know what that conversation is going to be about. Um, but we'll see where that goes. You'll find out next week. Da na na, Suzuki. Uh, that's what. That's what it says after every episode. Suzuki. It means to be continued. Oh, okay. Anyway. Yep. Yeah. So let's move on. A plus Boku no Hero. Yes. Keep doing you, man. You're doing awesome. Yeah, you're doing great. I'm enjoying it more and more. Yeah. Attack on Titan was, I mean, I'm I'm on the internet like all of you are, and people are like freaking out about last episode, and I can say for both of us that we were kind of underwhelmed. Yeah, I didn't think it was amazing. Uh, so Ymir is a Titan, so they they hit you with that big thing, and everyone's like, whoa. That's so crazy. And then they spend the first half of the episode. The episode's 24 minutes. They go through 12 minutes of her past. But not really her past. Kind of like they spend like a snippet on the past. But then they go through this whole like 
marching through the snow thing, which honestly, I just don't really care about. That's Same. like my opinion on it. You know, like, so just they do all of that just to kind of show why Ymir and what's her face, our friends, Krista, Christina, just to show their friends. Yeah, Krista. Is, yeah, Krista. Yeah. Which is okay. Well, not not re- like friends, but also like kind of like weirdly connected through like a sort of codependency that like still don't care. Yeah. And like I didn't even know Ymir's name until this season and now she's a main character. It's like, that's fine. I would prefer Sasha. Yeah. What happened to... S- oh, yeah. She's but back What happened? Oh, yeah. Got it. What? You keep saying... You said that twice in a row. <laughs> well, because I answered my own question in my mind. Okay. Before anyway, anyway. But I didn't know who Ymir was three episodes ago. Now she's this Titan who I think she died. I think she's dead. I, I think she's dead. The internet is like, what's gonna happen when she wakes up? And I'm like, she's missing an arm and her gut. I think she's dead. Yeah. How I, can she not be dead? I thought she was dead too. But it's it's a very weird thing. I'm not really. This is why I didn't really like the episode. So, she might be dead. They stopped the Titans. Beast, hairy Titan dude. He's just not there anymore. He's just gone. Yeah. He, huh. He, he's just like, oh, I'm peacing out. And, I don't know. Like, they spent, it, I feel like it could have been done better. But, the shot of the, the soldiers flying overhead, that animation was phenomenal i will give it that awesome. it looked great that whole fight scene Aaron got his first confirmed kill not in titan that mode. was my favorite part of the episode because it sh- it's like remember our main character who's a total doofus it was like he flies in falls down gets his first kill and then there's like everyone flying overhead like you idiot go back to your horse we don't need you you're really bad just go back and he's like okay and then just leaves yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Mikasa's like kicking ass and going through, and Aaron's like, "I got one," and they're all like, "We can't have you dying. Go back. You suck." And he's like, "Okay," and he just leaves. And I was like, "That's our main character. There he is mm-hmm. in all his glory." Yeah, it was so funny. It was that part was great. It was well done. It was funny, but the rest of the episode I think fell kind of short for me. Um, mm-hmm. Like we'll we'll see how. It goes from here, whether or not Ymir is dead. But I don't I don't love the direction it kind of took, I guess, to kind of sum it up. I'm not, like, hating it, like, oh, this is trash. But I don't know if I love the direction it took. Well, in defense of it, it was only one episode. And leading up to that was super cool. Yeah. So, and this is, next episode is the halfway point in the season. Which I'm still having weird feels about because it should be 24 episodes, but that's for a different day. Yeah, that's going to be so, me week 13 yeah. of the, the spring anime season where I start throwing a hissy fit. But uh, <laughs> anyway, let's move on to Skigakure. Because you caught up, I caught what do you up. think of it? They're all glowy. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. So if you don't watch is it Ski Gakure? It's like Suki Gakure. Is it Suki or Ski? Yeah, but you could say it's Ski. You could say it's okay. Ski. Ski Gakure. So they're glowy. Okay, whatever. It's an animation thing. The animation looks really nice outside the people all looking like fucking angels. 
Um, it's an aesthetic choice. It is. Um, the show's okay. It's kind of cringy at times. I don't mm-hmm. really like. So they're kind of going out now. I think it's a little weird in the sense that the boy just doesn't really talk. He like never. He like doesn't explain anything. Like the last episode, episode four, he just doesn't. She's like, "Oh, you're late." He doesn't explain that. Like, "Oh, sorry, I like went to the wrong place." He's just like going, "Go, man." Man. I'm like, dude, why don't you just like try to explain yourself and she'll understand instead of you just. Sit- well, he says he says the teacher took my phone. But that's all he says. <laughs> he calls her on the friend's phone and she's just like, where are you? He's like, I'm not there. And I'm like, what, dude, like say something. Say, hey, I'm at this place. I couldn't find you. I don't know. Obviously, he's nervous. But you got to try. Right. I, I don't know. It's a little annoying in that sense. He's not good with girls, obviously, but it's, I don't know. I well, get a little frustrated. They're going out now, so we'll see what happens. We'll see how the track guy reacts because he likes her, but she is now going out with the guy whose name I just learned in the fourth episode, Azumi. Yeah. Took me four episodes to learn the main character's name. That is how slow this show is, guys. So... Yeah, watch it's okay. Out. The animation's nice. I would, I would say don't watch it right now if you haven't started. Hold off until it's completely done for us to trash it or say it's good or look at any other internet thing that's going to talk about it besides us well, and make a decision to watch it. On the internet, <laughs> but, people are loving it. They're like, this is a romantic what? masterpiece. What? I'm like, this is, this is just, this, there's, nothing happens. Nothing has happened. A romantic masterpiece, I guess you could say is Toradora, but I think romance anime are always going to fall a touch short for me. I don't think they're ever going to be like the greatest thing ever. But I don't really think romance is all that great for me. But this is not, that's, this is not it. Yeah, this, this is, is definitely, not, definitely it. not it. I could name five better romances right now without even thinking about it. I could name 20. I would arguably say Your Lie in April is better, and I didn't even finish watching that. Oh, the romance. I dropped it. The development? It, okay, yeah. but you watched the first four episodes of Your Lie in April. Compare that to the 18 f- episodes. Oh, of you Your were Lie so close. There was only four left. The end, yeah, I watched the it end of Your Lie in Cleo. April is one of the best finales in an anime I've ever seen. Everyone says the ending is great. I just can't stand them talking in metaphors 24-7. That is like the most unrealistic, stupid thing. Yeah. But let's not get too tangenty here. Right. Your Lie in April is supposed to be very good. so It is. I love it. I it's very it. It's very slow, and I don't care about the side characters. So whenever they're on, I'm like, shut up. But it's very good. And is easily better than Skigakure. But speaking yes. of weird sort of nothing happens, people are quiet. How was Sagrada Reset? So I watched the second newest episode this morning. I'm just playing it a week behind. And about 12 minutes in the episode, I was like, I should drop this. <gasps> Did you drop it? <laughs> no, I watched the rest of the episode and it was okay. The first 10 minutes of I guess is episode 4 because there's five there should be five out yeah so episode 4 was the most 
all over the place thing I think I've ever seen in anime. It was like so they can like these these two people they can like jump through time kind of but they can just go back three days in time right so it's a little all over the place and things like once they reset the time like it doesn't happen all exactly the same even though it should i it's a little they don't explain a lot it's the the ending of the episodes are always very good so it always makes me want to watch the next one but it's not great. But there is blood. The dude gets like murdered. <laughs> That's the highlight. Past- the dude gets murdered in this last episode. Literally, he dies. This chick like shoves her hand through his head, and there's like blood everywhere. What? It was the weirdest thing. Yeah, and then they reset. Oh. <laughs> and such stakes. It-, it was like well thought out by the guy. On he planned something. But it was like... Well, obviously not if he got killed. No, no. That was part of the plan. I'm not, I don't want to go too far into it. Okay. But it was like kind of exciting. I was like laughing. The dude's... She, the girl's head is like through his head. He's like dead. I was like, what? What is going on in this like monotone, nothing happens, so great emotions anime. And this dude just gets like brutally murdered. I was like, this is weird. I'm going to watch the next episode. Okay. Let us know <laughs> if you drop it. I will. But what about, give us your 10 second synopsis on the Liz Boruto episode. It was better than last week. Last week really de- disappointed me. This week was better. Not as good as it, not that, I mean, it's, yeah, good is a good way to distri- describe Boruto. Not great. Good. It wasn't as good as it has been, but, um, it was still good. We meet Mits- Mitsuki, Mitsuki, who is, um, well, you find out in the Boruto movie what his past is sort of, but I know somebody who hasn't, besides you, someone else who listens to this hasn't watched the Boruto movie, so I'm not going to say. But he's from the Sound Village. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. The and, Sound um, Village is still a thing. I thought it yeah, was Yeah, it becomes a real village, and I'm kind of hoping that they, we have some political intrigue with, like, the Sound Village, because it was founded by Orochimaru as kind of, like, a place to, like, raise his whatever experiments and bad people and assassins and whatever, so it'd be really cool. That's what I miss about, like, old Naruto, like, during the Zabuza thing, when the the builder guy was like, I didn't have the money to put this as an A-rank mission, so I put it as a C, and, like, all that kind of stuff I thought was really cool about Naruto, and then they dropped it right away, so it'd be nice if they picked it up. But anyway, the episode was good. It was fine. It was better than last week. Um, They're making Shino, Shino Aburame. Um, He's a teacher at the academy. They're making him into a complete joke, and I feel bad for him because he doesn't deserve this shit. So they're just like, everyone laughs at him. No one listens to him. He's getting super depressed and wants to quit his job. And he's like the comic relief. And I'm like, no, Shino deserves more than that. But the episode was fine. That's my synopsis. Amen. That's good. Did you watch? Is that everything you watched this week? How could you forget my cute little Natsume? Oh, yeah. Natsume Yujinjo. Was that good? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Um, It's a two-parter. So a lot of Natsume Yujincho is episodic. It's either one or two episodes, and this is the first two-part 
two-part arc in um in the season so far so it ended on a cliffhanger um excuse me it started kind of slow and i was like natsumi yujin show has no bad episodes what's going on but then it picked up as much as natsume can and like notori is gonna find out that natsume has the book of friends the book of friends is um natsume's grandma was like this super badass like yokai with your spirits she could see the yokai and she would challenge them to battles and if she won she would get their name and write it in a book and have control over them so through her life she had this yeah she had this big book of names and it's called the book of friends which sounds lamer than it actually is the yujin show the book of friends and when his grandmother passed away natsume has it so now natsume has like control over like all these super high rank, really powerful spirits. So a lot of spirits who find out he has the book, like try and take it from him. And it's like, you know, he's trying to give back the names of the yokai who he, his grandmother took names from. And that's the whole point of the show, not to make Jinsho. But he has this friend, Natori, who's an exorcist who um, kills yokai and stuff. And But they're friends. It's weird, but it's cool. I mean, after six seasons, there's just so much development I can't explain right now. But Natsume doesn't tell him that he has the Book of Friends. He Nobody knows but Natsume that he has it. Every single character has no idea except him. And um, something happened this episode, and Natori overheard a yokai saying to Natsume, you're Natsume-sama of the Book of Friends. And we're like, oh shit, like... Someone what if this, knows. Yeah, what if this turns and not and um Natori tries to take it? Like I don't think he will, but we don't I have no idea how he's gonna react. So next week should be cool. Always good. A little slow in the beginning, but Natsume's always slow, but I really liked it. The animation is beautiful. Like compared to the first season, the season looks great. So once again, watch that show. Go for it. Very cool. Yeah. All right. So we spent a lot of time talking about uh, our weekly shows. Oops. We're already at 30 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) The plan was to not spend that much time talking about it. So we miserably failed. (laughs) Rip. But um, let's move on to our themed week, which some of you are going to think, oh, wow, this is going to be interesting. Some of you are going to be like, why would anyone want to talk about this? We're going to be discussing sports anime this week. Woo! So, I think sports anime are super interesting. Uh, super, Mary, hit or, about... super hit or miss sports anime. Yeah, but we're going to talk about that. Do you want to talk about the openings first, or do you want to go into the sports anime discussion? Um, well, let's. we already started, so we might as well talk about the sports anime first. Let's go. So... <laughs> The question I pose for this week, do sports anime miss the mark? And what do I mean by that is sports anime, Think if you think back on the history of anime, how many sports anime have really been in like the public eye, have been really big? And I can only think of a handful. But other, like romance anime, you know, there's a ton um, like that DBZ shonen type, excuse me, shonen type anime, there are a ton. But how many sports anime are really that big? Like, if you count Yuri on Ice, you can say sure, if you count that as a sports anime. It is. But let's go deeper into history. You have, like, Slam Dunk, 
uh, Eye Shield 21 was mm-hmm. really big like 15 years ago. That anime was super popular. Um, obviously, Haikyuu, you know, you could argue maybe like Prince of Tennis. You but... could argue Prince of Tennis. Prince of Tennis is one of the biggest sports anime of all time. Yeah, but I mean, is it relatively as big as like a lot of other anime? Yes. I mean, they're still making they're still making content in Japan. They still have character song CDs. They still have stage planes. It's 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 actually so huge. It's kind of disturbing to me. (laughs) Okay, so that one's big. Kuroko no Basket. Boo! I don't like it. Obviously, pretty big. But I mean, I named like five, right? Right. I mean, you could name 15 romance anime that are big or shonen or even like, I don't know, magical schoolgirl anime. So those tropes are obviously, or genres, are going to be way more popular. So what is it about sports anime that doesn't really cut it? I mean, there's a ton of sports anime out there. You have, um, well, Baby, you have the Baby Baby Steps. Baby Steps, which is a tennis one, which is not super big. Um, Yoa Mushi Pedal is supposed to be pretty good. I'm going to watch that. Um, but even, like, Diamond Ace is a baseball one, not super popular. There was, was there one called, like, Subasa back in the day, which was about track and field? Uh, Suzuka? Suzuka, something like that. Yeah. I mean, and there's a lot of sports anime. I don't think Kuroko no Basket's really all that great. Um, I think Haikyuu is absolutely phenomenal. But... I'll let you kick it off, Mary. What is it about sports anime that kind of makes it... We think it's hit or miss, or do you not think it's hit or miss? But what kind of attributes add to that? Well, just as a disclaimer, this is our opinion. And just because an anime isn't big doesn't mean it's not good. So we're just talking on a mainstream popularity level. Um, Well, what personally what I like about a sports anime is... um, Sort of that it focuses on the sport, obviously, but that the character, it's really a character driven story. The characters drive it. You need to have a team of people or even individuals or rivals or opponents that make you want to care about the matches or the games or whatever is going on. But at the middle of it all, for it to be a good sports anime, it has to be primarily about the sport. I'm going to use Haikyuu and Prince of Tennis for examples because I love them. Um, Haikyuu, I love every character, even the ones I'm, even the ones we play against. They're all well-rounded, but they're not sort of, what should I say, like fetishized? Fetishized? Like a fetish. That's what I'm trying to say. For example, um, Free. Free. Ooh, Free. Drives me crazy yeah because i was just looking at i'm uh, looking at the my anime list uh top rated sports anime and free is third on the list i i should have mentioned free but also another big one i if was you thinking call that it sports anime uh hajime no ipo has been really big for a long time right of course even though that too. i mean it's they're fighting like it's a sports anime but i'd say with a grain of salt but the thing with free is that it's not it's not about swimming because I swam in high school. I was so pumped. I was like an anime about my sport. Let's go. I swam competitively for eight years. It's about boys in bathing suits looking good and like having drama. It's a drama. It's not a sports anime. And I was bummed because I wasn't there for like the almost yaoi, not really just kind of like teasing 
sort of part. I was there for the sport. So I was bummed. I still watched both seasons because I was like, maybe there's hope. There isn't. And now they're making like three movies. And I'm just like, they need to stop. But everyone loves it because they're into the boys and they want, they have ships and they want them to get together and get married. And it's like, that's not why I watch a sports anime. I watch a sports anime for the sport. Going back to that, Prince of Tennis, I watched it because of the characters. I watched it to see how the characters grow through the sport. And like in a way that they're not like, I don't know, like shipping, like people that are like shipping, like. Not in a teasing way oh, that makes like you edgy think. Edgy wasn't shipping. I love Edgy. Okay, <laughs> he was he was one of the more f- whatever. But then yeah, I'm just I also a joke, but... I also love Yuri on Ice. But the thing I like about Yuri on Ice, I think Yuri on Ice would have been a better drama than a sports anime. And let me just say this one more time: I love 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 Yuri on Ice, but. I was in it for the story and seeing Yuri grow through the ice skating competitions and all that, but I wasn't watching it to watch Yuri per- perform in, in the ice skating competitions. I was watching it for him. So at the end of the day, I didn't really even care that much if Yuri won or lost. I just wanted his redemption. You know, I was more concerned about the characters and the actual competition, and I feel like in a sports anime, a good sports anime, you need both. Mm. You feel me? Yeah. And I think characters is something that kind of... Every story kind of needs it, but for you, it becomes more important when, um, like, it's a sports anime. Like, that needs... that You want that to be something that's really big. But I think I'm going to go a little different direction with sports anime i think so if i use haikyuu as my this is the best sports anime i've ever seen but i'm gonna include one more in there i'm gonna throw hikaru nogo into that yes! same category because i think hikaru nogo does a great job just like haikyuu granted hikaru nogo is about people playing go which is like a mental game you can argue it's a sport whatever that's not what I'm here to do, argue whether or not something is a sport. But these two, I think the biggest thing is that it's realistic, but it's not too realistic to be boring. And I'm going to throw examples on either end of the spectrum so you get it. So something like Kuroko no Basket. The main character has an ability. It's so He's, stupid. He, he plays basketball. He's not a fucking superhero. But he has an ability to disappear. Then there's the guy on the one team who, I don't know, they all have like weird abilities. I watched one of the um, Kuroko no Basket movies uh, like this past week actually. And I mean they had like powers. They were like blinking around the screen. And I'm like if I wanted to see people with powers, I wouldn't watch a sports anime. You know, it's so unrealistic. And also... This is just Kuroko. I shouldn't. This isn't every sports anime, but the guys are massive. You ever see high school basketball? Not at like the top top level, which is what they are. They don't yeah. look anything like that. There's like two guys on the court who can dunk. They're 15, and these guys look like they're 25. <laughs> like honestly, like they're. It's so over exaggerated. They should make it college or something. Right. To that point, dude. 
Prince of Tennis is middle school. They're in middle yeah. school. Ryoma's in the th- seventh grade. Yeah, so Prince of Tennis is my next example. Like, <laughs> a kick serve, like, in tennis, like, there are some people who can do something that's, like, kind of similar to a kick serve, but it's not really. I mean, that one's, like, not as exaggerated as Kuroko, but it might as well be. I mean, there's a guy who can hit the ball, and then when it hits the ground, it fucking rolls. There's like, a guy who, when he gets really intense, there's two guys. One, he gets really intense in his game, and his eyes change color. He gets bloodshot eyes. And another guy, like, literally, he, like, goes Super Saiyan. Like, his hair changes color. Yeah, I mean... I still love it, though. It's so over-exaggerated, and that's not why I'm watching a sports anime. I'm watching sports anime for, like, a more of a slice-of-life feel. And maybe I'm going into it with the wrong perspective, but that's kind of what I'm looking for. Like, if I wanted to watch people do crazy, amazing stuff, I wouldn't watch them waste that energy over a game of tennis. I'd watch um, the Natsu no Taizai. I'd watch Boku no Hero. I'd watch any of this. But instead, I'm watching guys who can run faster than three Usain Bolts combined play, I don't know, something that I don't really care about. But then on the, uh, so I want it to be realistic, but then we look at the too realistic side, which is a boring snooze fest, and my example is all out. That anime is so bad. You watch the games, (laughs) which they don't play all that much rugby. Like, they, none of them have any skills. They're all bad, first off. They're not good at rugby. Like, sometimes they, like, fight through a hit or something like that. But... The anime, besides the fact that it doesn't show the games well, it's just guys playing rugby, which it's not even... They sprint down the field for like eight seconds before someone touches them, which is nothing like rugby. But it's just so boring. Like, I don't love rugby to begin with. I like, I'll watch it if it's on TV. I'm like very into sports. I watch plenty of sports, but rugby isn't one that's big in the culture in the U.S., but I have friends that play it, so I know a bit about it. And it's just, watching them play is boring as hell. It's not good. And I don't really have much to go into about why it's boring. It's just not interesting. Like, I don't really have another great example of this. It's your opinion. But, yeah, I mean, All Out was garbage and super unrealistic. Or super realistic and not fun. Also, story was garbage and the characters were... Not very good, but anyway, I think you need a middle ground, and I think Haikyuu hits that so well. It no does. one has, like, powers, right? Everything they do is pretty realistic. They don't have powers, but they have things they're good at. Like, Nishinoya is, yeah, is the libero, so he returns the ball well. He's not this, like, rebound machine or something like that. Like, the only thing that could be kind of a power is Kageyama's, like, super setter accuracy. But, I mean, that's, like, a little exaggerated in one spot. But, and Hinata jumps high. But, I mean, there are people who are small that jump high. Muggsy Bose, who is, like, a, he played in the NBA. He was, like, five-something. Nate Robinson, another basketball player. He was, like, five-foot-eight, and he could dunk, like, or five-nine. You know, like, there are short people who can jump really high, and it's not that unrealistic. And it does a great job being relatable, but still being 
on the interesting side of things. Mm-hmm. The good thing about Haikyuu yeah. is that they have these things that they're good at, but it's not like, oh, I'm good at this and I'm good at it forever. We see them fail a lot. Like, most of the seconds, half the first Half of the first half of the second season is just them losing. It's them trying to get their shit together. Nishi Onoya's missing things, you know, like everyone's messing up. Like you see them, but in their prime, but they're not in their prime all the time. So when they do have those magical, unrealistic moments, you can believe it because they were so realistic up until that climax, you know? And I feel like that's what makes Haikyuu so great. It's because they're, they're so relatable and realistic. And then these, they have these moments of like godly majesty that you're always like hyped and you're always surprised and waiting for the next best thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, it basically develops well, you know, they start off not that good or like they, they adapt and it's all within like a realistic framework. So I think it's good. But I guess my big point on, like, the broader end of it on sports anime, it so if it's too exaggerated, it's not good. And if it's not exaggerated at all and it's just normal people playing sports, it's too boring. So why sports anime miss the mark a lot of the time is that it has such a small room of error to actually be really good. And I think so few hit it all that well. Right. But some sports anime, like... Yuri and Ice, it's like, for me personally, and I'll say it again, I love Yuri and Ice. It was like an okay sports anime, but in a, like an awesome drama, an awesome character story, and that's why I really liked it. I wasn't, you know, so it can still excel in certain places, but we're just basing it on being a sports anime. And I, yeah. I agree with you. I mean, of course, once again, I love characters, I love people, I love stories about people, so the characters are big for me, but... It can't be too realistic because then it'd be boring because you could just watch it on TV and it can't be too unrealistic because then you're like, you can't suspend your disbelief enough to actually enjoy it. So I think this is a good answer to the question. They have such a small room to sort of perfect their craft that even leaning a little bit one way to the other makes it a mediocre sports anime, but it could still be a good anime in general. So it all depends. But... Mm. Now that we've come to terms with that, as you can tell, we really like Haikyuu. I watched Haikyuu. Oh, yeah, it's phenomenal. I think I started watching it in 2014, and I was watching it, and I was like, this is awesome. I was watching it with my friends at school, and then I was telling Thomas for like a year. I was like, please watch it. And he finally watched it and watched it all in like a week. So he obviously liked it too. So instead of doing our normal anime opening analysis... Which is, I know this is very late in the game. We're only at, we're almost at 50, 50 minutes. We are going to rank to date right now all the Haikyuu openings that are out. So our top five Haikyuu openings. We're gonna start with our least favorite. I we haven't talked about each other's list, so I don't know where Thomas ranks what. He doesn't know what I do, and we're gonna talk about it and just figure out what the best haiku opening is. So I hope you guys have watched it. If you haven't watched it, or at least watch the openings because all the openings are very, very good. Yeah, if you haven't watched, if you haven't watched any sports anime, watch Haikyuu. Even And if you've watched a bunch of different sports anime, Haikyuu is so good. And this is coming from someone who doesn't like sports anime, but is someone who's been involved in sports their whole life. 
Haikyuu is actually great. But we don't want to go too far into that. We want to talk about the openings. So I think I know what your number five is going to be. And just as a disclaimer. Really? All, all these openings are really, really good. Even the worst Haikyuu opening, I think, is still a very good opening. I, I don't think it's a bad opening at all. I still watch it over again and listen to it. I think it's very good. All the music but, is really good for the openings. Yeah, and the animation's great. All the openings are really good. So if it's fifth on my list, it's still in my upper echelon of anime openings. But what is your fifth best Haikyuu opening? Opening number two. Yeah, number two was mine. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Mean, number, number two is really good. It's a really good opening. Honestly, the only reason I have it number five is because I just couldn't justify putting the four above it, below it. I just think the other four openings are very, very good, and that one is very good. This one's good, but it's kind of kind of boring. There's like a little action at the end, but it's like, look at all these characters that we already know. They're standing there looking so serious and determined. And then, look at the other characters we already know. We're learning that they play volleyball. I would have never guessed from watching a volleyball anime. Like, people don't really start moving until the last 30 seconds. And that whole animation is amazing with the camera angles and stuff. But compared to the other ones, like, game on, you know? Yeah. I mean, I... I liked it a lot, but it's not as good as the other ones. Um, so what is what is your number four? I think we're totally going to disagree on this. Okay, my number four is opening number three. Okay, mine is number five. No! <laughs> no! Mary, Mary loves the fifth opening. Spoiler alert, Mary's number one is going to be... That's my number uh, yeah, obviously, because it's the opening to our podcast, which you picked out. You picked it but out, too. You approved it. You said it was okay. I like this. I like it. I think it's good. I like this opening a lot. I think it's very good. This is your fourth favorite? I just don't like it as much as 4, 1, and 3. I think it's a great opening. It's got cool imagery. This, the picture or... When you're in the bird's perspective in the beginning and you fly up and you fly up to Hinata's face, I think that is like one of the coolest imagery in any of the Haikyuu openings. I think it's great. I think the second half of the opening where it's like very dark and they're all kind of like playing volleyball like by themselves isn't the best imagery. But I think it's very good. I like the opening a lot. <laughs> I will talk about why I like it later. But yes. I picked so number you, three. You put three. Because, um, again, it's a lot of them, I mean, there are some standout shots in it, like when they're playing volleyball and it's in who's ever receiving their perspective. It's so cool. But um, maybe it's also because I didn't really like this arc. It's the arc where they yeah. just kept losing. And I was just I kind of I actually really like that arc. Which um, yeah, but I it's a lot of them just like standing around. And like, oh, look, we're going to show that we play volleyball in season two of a volleyball anime. And then we're going to show some other characters. I mean, they do that in every opening. Then they play gonna, volleyball. Then they're going to play volleyball. And then we're going to see the whole team. Like, the team hasn't changed. There's no difference in the lineup. 
they're still the same. But let's look at them again, all lined up, so you don't, in case you forgot. Like, I again, the animation in all of Haikyuu, not even just the openings, is amazing. And this is a good opening, but second to last for me. I can't believe Hikari Are is not in your top three. Sorry. It's Goldman okay. SI, whatever. It's still a very good opening. But anyway, on to uh, top three. Third is what for you? I did. I said first last two times. You go. Oh, okay. Um, I think it's the third opening. I think third opening's really, really good. Oh. But I think four and one are just that much better. I really enjoy it. The The camera whipping back and forth is really cool. I like that arc. I like seeing all the characters, except, especially Bokuto, because he's hilarious. Um, yeah, I really like that opening. I This was close between number two. Like My top three is all very close, and I like all those openings. So it could have switched in those top three. It could be number two. I think right. we're close, but what about you? My number three is number one. Okay. Because it's a really... I, I know I've been complaining that it's like, oh, look, here's all the characters, and here they are <laughs> playing volleyball. But it works for this one because it's the first opening, and you don't know anyone yet. It gets a little well, what repetitive. What do you want them to do in the opening? Not play volleyball? I'm just saying. You could do... No, I'm not saying, like, you could play <laughs> volleyball, but it's like, here's a character shot. Here's a character shot. Like, just stills. And I'm like, I know who they are. But in the first opening, it works because you don't know who they are yet. Um, I really, really like this opening. It's a fun opening. The song Imagination's really good. My one... I mean, I like two and one. My two and one better anyway. But one complaint I have about... The first opening is that, oh, uh, God, what's his name? The coach with the blonde hair. Coach Ukai. 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 Um, in the beginning of the season, you don't know he's going to become the coach. But then you see him yeah. in the opening, and mm -hmm. it's like, and then when you find out they're looking for a coach, and you're like, oh, it's probably that random guy in the opening. And it would have been really cool if they didn't spoil that and they kind of just kept him as, like, the fun guy who runs the store. And then, like, the surprise would be so much cooler. So that's yeah. kind of why it knocked it down a peg for me. But I love Ukai. I'm glad he's in the opening. I just wish, like, they didn't show him with a volleyball just for, like, spoilers. You feel yeah, me? I, I agree with that. I don't think you should take that out on the opening. I should think you should take it out on the anime. But... I, that was something that what? I didn't like what all does that, that much. even mean? Take it out on like the story and not the opening. No, the the story I, didn't spoil that, it. The opening make, did. Yeah, but the the opening doesn't make. I don't think that makes the opening as a whole worse. I mean, it's just something stupid that they put in there. I don't know. What whatever, it's not a big deal. But um, I actually have number one as my second favorite. Huh. And I don't know. You just talked about number one. I think it's very good. The imagery is great. Um, it's really cool. I think the one thing that's awkward in it is when they show um, K Tsukishima blocking. It looks really stupid. That's the only thing I have. That's my only complaint. That's my one complaint about the whole opening is that imagery right there looks dumb. But I think the rest of it's very good. So is number four your number one? Uh, I mean, if you've been keeping track, yeah. Okay, because that's my number two. Yeah. Okay. So we can I've, talk about it together. Yeah. Um, so. I really like this opening. I It's a good opening. The animation's so good. The slow-mo, 
looks really good. Like uh, Mother's Basement does an awesome analysis of this opening. So mm-hmm. go and watch it. And on number it. one. He does and on number, number one. one so go watch those. We love him. He's awesome. I, I disagree with him for a lot of stuff, too, which is why I like watching him. But besides that, I don't disagree with him on his analysis of the openings. Haiku opening, so watch him. Um, the song's really good. It, this was a really fun arc because there are so many different teams and people, and they don't, like, pause on every character and says, this guy is a character who plays volleyball. They just show him playing. It's like, you guys can connect the dots now. They all play volleyball. But um, the slow-mo is so good. Like, the sweat, the character reaction shots. Really, just go watch that reaction video, and you'll know why I love this this opening it's great and the song's really good a plus yeah oh, songs song is fantastic i love uh when they show daichi like breathing in really slowly and letting laying out the breath i think that's like a super cool yeah. shot and great um, shot the guy on the purple team the team they were second when he what they do with his arm where he like whips it and they kind of like have the um the blurriness on the arm i think that animation is just like so cool and that game was really cool too i that the opening is great it's my favorite one it's so high powered um definitely watch the mother's basement thing on it as mary said but you really covered a lot of it i think that opening is just so so well done what was your number two i said my number two my number two was one Oh, right. Oh, okay. Guess what my number one is? Yours is number five. And please tell us all about why this is your favorite. Okay. I'm super, super biased because it's also kind of a personal thing as why I love this opening. Because Mary Um, liked the third season the best. No, that's not even necessarily true. So I watched this anime with a lot of my friends in college. And we were looking forward to it. We waited a year for season three to come out. We were like pumped. But then, of course, before season three came out, we all graduated. So I had my friend on the phone. We were streaming it together like every week. And an opening. This is going to sound horrible. Don't remember how we said in the first episode, this is a non-judgmental zone. Don't judge me. An opening has never made me cry before. I teared up watching this opening what why i teared up my eyes were watery it's so epic it's so epic one the song is amazing it's so powerful that guy hits the high notes like crazy the bass line in the first six seconds i made one of my friends who plays the bass learn how to play it it's so good when he when the mountain turns into the eagle, it's amazing. And then the guy hits the high note. And then I was waiting for this for a year. They're going to try and get to nationals. This is their moment. And the spotlight is literally on them. And it's all epic slow motion volleyball. And it's so good. It's so good. Like, I wish I had a reason for why it's so good. The animation's great when um, Hinata's doing the spike and he turns into the crow with the sunset behind him. Like, bless my heart. I was just, like, emotional because I was watching it for the first time without my friends thinking of college. But then it just, like, this a volleyball opening hit me in all the feels, and I don't know why. I love this opening. Is it, there's literally nothing, it's all them just playing volleyball. That's it. And a lot of crows. Probably too much symbolism. 
they throw the crow symbolism in your face all the time in this anime a little too much. It's like, we get it. Like, they play volleyball. We get that, too. And they do it a lot in this opening, but I don't care. I love it. Number one, almost cried. I listen to this song all the time. Same guys that sing Fly High, number four. Um, Go Squad. Hikari R.A., so number one. you're 100% biased towards this opening. I am 100% biased towards so, this opening. You're all correct. right, so that was a very interesting interpretation of why that opening is the best by Mary. <laughs> because I say so. But she's happy with it, so we're going to roll with it. Thank you, Thomas. All right. We've also peaked an hour in our podcast ever, so... But this is a great one. This is a really good one. So we're happy to sit here and talk more. But let's go to our random anime review of the week. Cool. I don't have my list up, so you do the counting. Oh, okay. I thought you had it up. Give me 10 seconds to pull it up. Sure. And the random number generator. I, I got it. I got that. Given we already reviewed a lot of anime this episode... Okay, now we have 51 shared. I don't know how we keep adding stuff, but (laughs) let's do it. All right. 1 and 51. 16. Let me count. 1, 2, 3. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. No, don't count while I'm counting. It throws me off. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Now I have to restart. (laughs) Oh, what? I got High School of the Dead. Okay, we got to re-roll. Oh, lol, we just talked about we just that talked last about week. That. We can't talk about that. 11. Okay, one, two, three. <laughs> just start. This is a good just... one. Um, I, we pulled up Gunslinger Girl. Oh, wow. All right. Throwback. Man, what do I remember about Gunslinger Girl? What did I give well, what it? Did we? what did we rank it? Yeah. I gave it an 8. I can't believe I gave that an 8. I gave Toradora an 8. One of those needs what to either I, go up and down. What did I give it? You gave it a 7. Okay, that's fair. I'm, I stand I'm by that. I'm moving mine to a 7 because it wasn't an 8. Definitely, it was good. We agree too much on this show. <laughs> ah, okay. But, but anyway. you, you start while I update this. Talk okay, about Gunslinger Girl. I, I'm the one that recommended you to watch Gunslinger Girl. I know. Um, and I, I watched it. No, I watched it. I watched it like, I watched it in high school. I watched it like yeah, six we or watched seven it in years high school. ago. It's been a while. Um, I watched it legit because it was on Netflix. And I was like, this looks cool. Um, it's about, it's, it's pretty dark. It doesn't look dark, but it is. It's about this um, program that take, rescues these children who are about to die and makes them like android cyborgs and then have them fight terrorism with a human partner. So it's a little kind of creepy because it's this little girl. She's like nine, Henrietta, and she's with this her her partner. Her uh, it, they say they call it brother, I think, in um, Italian. And um, her brother, quote unquote, is like a thirty-five-year-old man named Jose, Jose, Jose. I love Jose, but um, it's not like creepy in the way. It's not like romantic. It's all very like platonic or familial love so it doesn't get like creepy incesty it does in one case but the um it's not a little girl it's like an adult who's the android and they're all female which is kind of cool and kind of weird 
so yeah, it's about these um these little girls who are kind of fighting terrorism, but also their um, androidness is also killing them at the same time. So they're trying to be normal girls. They have friends with the other girls in the sort of organization, but they're also getting sick because their life is short due to the strain on their body. So it's it's pretty dark because it's about these little girls who are taken by the government to fight terrorism and die, but it's very well done. There's a lot of action. The drama's good. Um, there's two seasons. I think both of them were good. I liked it so much, I read the whole manga. Um, the end's really sad in the manga, though. Whoa. I can imagine. But I won't go, I won't go into that. My favorite was Toriella. Um, she was the taller one? Her... Was with like, she was, like, black, was she? Or she had, like, bl- she was no, blonde she... hair and darker skin. Yeah, she had pigtails. She yeah. was a um, she was rec- rescued from a human trafficking ring. Oh yeah, that's, I love that arc. That's always good. Yes, so it's really or like a couple another girl from like a really bad car accident. So it's like it's pretty dark, but it gives these girls a chance at life, but also kills them. It's it's a very interesting show. I would recommend it. Because it's it's different and it's cool and it's definitely more of a it's not a shonen it's definitely more mature like for adults, but I I liked it a lot. It's a strong seven. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Thomas? Um, I enjoyed watching it. My recommendation level would be, yeah, if you have Netflix and you see it, and you're like, oh, should I watch this? I'd say yeah, you should watch it. It's good. Um, it was a little dark. It was well done, though. The one thing I kind of liked about it was that you have the the trope of just, like, young girls with powers fighting. And they're always, like, cute and adorable or whatever. Like, Madoka Magica or anything like that. Little Witch Academy, blah, blah, blah. But this is, like, totally different kind of spin on it, which I think is kind of cool. Uh, it was fun to watch. I mean, I watched it. It came out in 2004. So I must have watched it in, like... 2010 2009 and i liked it right i liked it then i remember watching and being like oh wow this is good um i don't know you, did you watch both seasons yeah i watched both seasons i i think cool i'm pretty sure i did um i don't want to go into what it's about because you kind of did but right. it's definitely worth checking out if you watched it it's been so long i feel bad i don't really have much to say about it it's kind of hard just putting me on the spot to talk about this anime i watched like eight years ago well that's why it's a random anime review i know i came up with this stupid idea (laughs) but (laughs) uh man i don't really have much to say i enjoyed watching it it they developed them pretty well i remember that it's dark five girls it's dark yes it's yeah you said that a lot i'm just saying warning it's not like, I don't know, it's not like elfinly dark, but it's pretty dark. <laughs> yeah. But they, the character development was very good, and the fight scenes were cool. It was well done. It was good. I don't really have much more to go into it. Strong but seven. If you have got time to check it out, you should check it out. I, I left that one to Mary to kind of discuss, <laughs> because I don't have much to say about it. Mary also read it and stuff, so she has a little bit more insight than me. Yeah. It... But, yeah, I think that I think that should wrap that up. Sorry, I kind of dropped the ball on that one. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. But anyway, we're at an hour seven. We've gone the longest episode so far. 
if you're like, hey, I don't want to listen to you talk for an hour. I want to listen to like these 45-minute, 50-minute ones. We'll try to shorten it up. Maybe you like the longer ones. Leave some feedback if you care. Or if you don't, don't leave feedback. But this was a really fun one, and I enjoyed it. So I guess until next week, you have any closing words, Mary? No, um, this was fun. Once again, we're looking forward to the anime from next week and beyond. Just again, we really would love to hear from you guys. Like, you don't even have to, like, tell us to review something or anything. Just say hi or, like, like one of our tweets or give us a favorite on SoundCloud. We'd really enjoy hearing from you guys. So anything at all. We are looking forward to hearing from you. Yeah, comments are great, you know. Just say, yo, I like this, or wow, this is really fun. Or if you want to talk about something, or whatever, you know. Hearing comments would be kind of cool. And we have a decent amount of people listening on SoundCloud. I don't know how to track how many people are listening on iTunes, or that, or if it goes straight to SoundCloud. I have to work on that. But um, thanks a lot for listening this week, and we'll see you guys next week. Have a good week. Bye.